0: What's going on everybody? Friday night talk time. Friday night talk. Once again, we are here every Friday at 5:30. Run a little late today, had to get something to eat. I was hungry. Long day at work. So we got a uh gotta treat tonight. So before we get into who we got on, who's gonna come on and talk to us a little bit. Uh like like I said, every every week. We get some new people. We talk about things that's going on around the world, how you feeling, all the things that matter to you as a person and, you know, just just a space to let you be free, let you talk about what's going on and how you feel about it and somebody to listen to, right? You know, I always tell the first, uh, we started doing this because a buddy of mine called his buddies on live. And I thought it was a good idea and I told him, hey, I'm gonna start doing it on my Facebook Live during the quarantine. We picked it up. And now we have uh upgraded to StreamYard where we can bring multiple people to want to talk to, talk to each other at the same time. I am happy about that. So uh election is less than 60 days. We still really ain't dig into uh the Joe Biden uh harris ticket we hopefully somebody talk about that and touch on that a little bit today hey april i see you baby how are you today so uh let's see what else um everybody know that i'm in my dsw program take my little two minutes to talk about myself had a hard time with it this week um through the first two semesters we talked about we, we talked identified the problem which is uh my problem is uh identifying behavioral health problems inside of African-American boys and what that causes in trying to find a solution to help them cope with some of those behavioral health issues, like the dropout rate, prison uh, prisoner pipeline system, uh, some obesity. Hey, Fernie, uh, some of the things that African-American boys go through to hold them from being successful, so I, I figured I'd tackle some of that. But this week, The last last semester we kind of worked into, hey, what could be a solution? And I wrapped my mind about, you know, coming up with a solution with the program, using sports. And I was all excited about that. And then this semester we have to go back to the problem because as a doctoral student, you gotta be an expert within it. So I had to go back to the problem and it kind of threw me off a little bit, but we're working out, I'll be okay. So I'm three semesters in, I defend my capstone this semester so I can be a candidate and I'm excited about that. And then after this one, I got three more to go. And we on out another black man with a doctoral degree. Let's let's do it. So let's see what else. Um, if you look at my fabulous ticker, see my ticker down there, y'all? That's how you request your mail-in ballot if you are in there. So you text BBM, you text 88 VBM to that number, and that'll send you your mail-in ballot request form via text. You'll be able to fill it out. It takes about a good five, ten minutes. You have to have your driver's license number and all you, know, your social security address and all that stuff. Make laws it match. They'll put in a request request for you and send it right to you. So I did mine. I think I did mine last week. Let's see how long it take. It didn't get here. Yeah, so last Friday, so last Thursday, Thursday I did mine. So we'll see how long it take. But let's see who we have in in. Uh, let's see who we have inside of the room today. Sophie, whoever you bring on first, sweetie. I think if Prince is on one, let's see, Savon. What's going on, brother Savon? Hey. Hey.
1: How's it going? How's it going? Man, it's it's going
0: good, man. I feel like I ain't seen you in three can, months since can Sunday. Yeah. I can, I can hear you. Say you're breaking up a little bit.
1: Uh, I think it's just been three months, man.
0: It's been three months? Okay, no Sunday.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, no, nah, no Sundays, no Sundays.
0: Well, <laughs> what's going on first, man? Like I do every Friday. Tell the people how you know me.
1: Oh uh, man, well, I met this this guy uh when I was going to Wilberforce University, uh that's in Ohio. Uh the first private HBCU uh in the country. Uh, don't don't listen to anybody else about what they'll say. Um I hold that school very near and dear to my heart. And uh, Mr. Brown is one of those reasons as to why. Um, yeah, I, think, I think he was my first, uh, you know, step into to manhood. I'm still, you know, very much uh, trying to figure things out. But, you know, I always have him to call on. And um, he made me start feel like a lot more confident in myself and, you know just bringing out the the save on and, and me, so it's always uh you know much appreciated Uh whenever I can uh, you know take take whatever I can from. It. So come on, man! I,
0: no need, like, no you know, need. If for you listening? Here for the show tonight. Come on, bro. You know, just make sure just,
1: just some good knowledge here.
0: I will say, man, I, I appreciate it. You know. So, so since you told, I'm gonna tell everybody how I met right, Mr. We'll Howard. Mr. Howard. Howard is. We'll do, it.
1: we'll do it offline.
0: Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Mr. Howard is a special man, and he know how I feel about him. So, hey, man, but thanks again. Thanks for coming on. Like, what, what you, what's, what's going on over in your end? You're in Virginia, so what's going on over in Virginia? You know, it's a lot of racism and, and a lot of animosity going on in the world. What's going on on your end? You don't want to talk to me out? Say, can you hear me? All right, Phoebe. Well, I guess we're we going to have to hit say back. Tell Say to hang up. Say, hang up and call back in so we can see if we can get a better connection. All right, you he heard that. So. What he didn't say, well, what I'm going to say on for him, one of my, one of the smartest young men. I don't know if you guys have ever rolled up on a young person and be like, man, that, that little boy going to be something, or oh, he's smart. or That's the first time, you know, you're not the first time, but you can just see, like, that's one of the kids that just needs some, some kind of guidance. I'm not saying that I gave it to him, but I was always there free. Willie to talk to him, make sure he knew what he didn't know. He had a perception about the world that was a little different. And and I, you know, I just tried to talk to him and help him. But, brilliant. I hope we get him back. I hope it's, uh, I hope the connection is a little better because that, that young man, I think he's 24, 25? Say, sorry. 25? No, he's 26. So he's 26 years old. So, Less, but I hope you come back on. I hope we got a better connection so we can talk to him. All right, Fee, let's see who's next tonight. Ha, ha, ha. Mr. William Fair, how are you? What's going on, my brother from another? How are you? Man, I can't complain. It's Friday night, we get to talk to the people. And I thought it'd be a treat to have you on tonight, so. Like I do every Friday, tell the people how you know me, and we'll start our conversation. Well, first, thank you for allowing me to get dressed on uh Friday. You know, you know, this new Zoom,
2: you got to make sure the background is clean and everything, and you got on uh, clean clothes. So thank you. You know, I was able to take a shower today. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my goodness, uh, Mr. Brown and I go back many, many years. Um, I was actually, at that time in my life, I was a... Uh, Prince George's County police officer. I was uh, assigned to the community policing division uh, and I was a a strong uh, presence in the high schools in the area that I patrolled. And Mr. Brown attended one of the schools that I uh, kind of favored, which was Forestville uh, High School at that time turned into military academy. Uh, and from that moment on, uh, from that, uh, from high school, we've we've connected through college and through grad school, and uh, and through life, and uh, just a phenomenal uh, uh, young man. And I was glad that God allowed me to connect with, and and we're still connected. And that's very short. That's very short because we could have taken about twenty minutes to
0: talk about how we go back and how we connect and where we going. Yeah, we could. We could all. Yeah, we'd be here all day. We're to take up the show. So Well, I think as you are with Savion, I think I, you know, that's how I feel about you. And that's why I wanted him to be on with us. I called him after I called you. Was like, let me see if we can get on because I wanted to kind of talk about mentorship and menteeship and relationships. On, on that platform, but before I get to that, maybe save on to be back in time for us to talk about that a little bit. Okay. What I didn't plan on talking about, but I think it'd be a good topic while we have you, is that community police officer okay. position that you had at Forsville and how it, uh, how it could be looked at negative and how it turned out to be very positive. I'll give you my perspective on how I saw Mr. Williams thing and then but I wanted you to talk about it because you was living it and I saw a video earlier that was kind of disturbing with one of my friends was kind of going at the police and it was a little disturbing but I know how I feel and how I would react and know in this time and how this tension is right now it is good to have a retired uh, George County police officer on deck right so let's let's talk about that part first. okay where do you want to start uh you know let's talk about how did you feel working because Forsville wasn't a uh, <laughs> it wasn't a preppy school like it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't it wasn't one of those schools where you'd be like, yeah, this is my first choice like I know you probably got assigned, but how did you feel when you got there and how was the process with the students?
2: so when I started with Foursville, that was be, before the school resource officers that you hear so much about now and what Though I connected with other schools in the area, what drew me to Forestville is that the area that I had my office, and let me take you back to community policing. Um, When we started community policing, we actually had officers that were assigned uh, to have their office in a particular area. Um, When I started, the apartment complexes in the community offered a vacant unit for the police officer to have his or her office. So my office was in Capitol Heights, it's actually off of Marlboro Pike. So Forestville came in the line because the majority of my community, which was Capitol Heights and down off of Southern Avenue, they they were actually bused to Forestville. Um, and so I just kind of followed the students because I felt that they saw me in the community in their neighborhood and then they saw me at school, it would improve their relationship and it did it did. I mean, you talk about mentorship. I mean, I picked up a number of students uh, from Forestville that also lived in the community and um, they were able to connect um, on a more personal level and less of a professional level. And that changed their mentality and my mentality when it came to interacting with the youth of that day.
0: It's, it's And having I know I got some fours some foursville nights on here so I'm gonna be easy on how we were in school but at that time having a being seen with an officer could have got you into trouble with your peers like even if you weren't doing anything it's just like oh he hanging out with the police we can't be around them or we're gonna pick on them we're gonna fight or it's gonna go and escalate to a something that you're not even thinking about. So being able to say that I uh, <laughs> I befriended the police officer was like, I don't know if this is good or bad. Like, I, don't, I, I don't know how I feel about it, but the person that you were and I, I, I tell this people all the time, like, underneath the, the uniform it's a person. And that person comes out first. And I know they have a job to do on the streets and things like that, but it's still a person. So you got me, you had me to realize that it was you a person at the end of the day, you just trying to get home and you had food for thought and words of wisdom for a young man who I thought I knew it all pretty much. Like I got this, the world ain't going to take me over because I can do this. But just listening to you and you being there for me just for, you know, just to hear me vent and then get me back online was was a plus. And you had on a uniform and a badge, which was out of everybody's comfort zone. And I know my friends on here that know our relationship. Like, he's still talking to Stine. Like, they probably feel like he's still talking to Steve. Like So but it was a, it was an interesting dynamic for a 14, 15. Ooh, Stine, you older, man. 14, 15, yo. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah,
2: appreciate
0: I'm, that. Wisdom. I appreciate you. Right, right. I'm trying to hide the gray with the hat. Thank you for bringing that up. Though. <laughs> to, to be able to have a relationship with, with the police at the end of the day. And, and I appreciate that. And I'm sure, you know, somebody listening, if your kid is able to have a connection with an officer like this, you'll appreciate what we're going through trying to find alternative ways. Because I think community policing is a good option if they do it. With
2: yeah, and, and you bring up a, a great point, and certainly we're we're going through some trying times uh, today in reference to the relationship that the community has with the police officers. But even in that day, uh, when I was uh, a community officer and going to Forestville, you know that was that was just on the back end of the crack e- epidemic, and so you're right. I mean the fact of You know, sometimes you thought as a police officer, you know, you left your deodorant off because when you showed up, you know, nobody wanted to talk to you. Nobody wanted to look at you. Nobody wanted anything to do with you. And in some aspects of the police work, you know, that's warranted. But in other aspects, especially when it dealt with the community, um, you know, that was a barrier. It was a huge barrier for us to overcome. Uh, I look at my assignment um, almost as I look at even a teacher's assignment. You know, some people go into it because, you know, that's their calling. And some people go into it because, you know, the benefits. And for me, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe it was my calling. Uh, and I've always viewed the people I, I've interacted with uh, as people. And one of the things that I've that I always used to say, even to uh, um uh, ride-alongs if you will uh, <laughs> that i had with me is that you know i may not love what you do but i still love you and separating that made the difference in the connection that i think they um, a lot of them never heard before and so one of the one of the funny things uh, that i heard um, through the grapevine if you will is that you know nobody wanted to get locked up by steam because it's like being locked up by your father, yeah. you know, because on the way to the station, you get a lecture and, you know, uh, folks would be, uh, you know, transported to uh, the holding facility and they come in crying and you know, the, you know, the, uh, officers would be like, did you hit him? You know, why is he crying? Why is he crying? He's like, no, I just told him I was disappointed. <laughs> so, um, so it does make a difference. Um, it does make a difference. And I did transfer, uh, after our relationship, I did transfer into, will as a school resource officer—that's a whole, du- uh, you know, different subject—and uh, it, uh, it does help when you have a positive relationship with the an officer, and it's not just about being a "quote unquote" snitch, as a lot of people would say, um, but you know, being able to seek somebody um, that you know is trained professionally and get honest information from. Um, and that's, that's something that, you know, I, I, I fear that we don't have a lot of
0: right now. So, um, you know, I don't know if he listening, but Mr. Menacing you, I tell everybody when I'm talking to the people that I, I was like, you guys saved my life. Like, yeah. I, like, if you know me, I wasn't a bad kid. Wasn't it? And I was, I was, uh. I was. I read your book,
2: I didn't realize how bad you were. But go ahead.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> I was. I was driven to That's what I keep telling. I was. I was just trying to find different ways without going to jail, how to be a success. And which you just don't know. what you don't know. Yeah. And without you two kind of sitting me down, and talk to him, you, Mister Morris, and and Mister Miller yeah. all kind of set me down separately and together sometimes, <laughs> and just kind of. Broke down how life should be and how you should look with a start. And that was more helpful than anything I can do. But I'm, I'm, I am I'm know we wanted to talk more, but we're running on almost 20 minutes. So I'm going to bring somebody else in because I told them I wasn't going to keep them long. And I'm going to see if he's still here so I can shout out. Uh, I do a black business every week. So I like to shout out a black business every week. Let me see if he's still on so Great. I can shout out because I think he's on vacation. And then we're going to finish our conversation. Okay. You. Sophie, if if Prince is there, could you bring Prince on? Let see. Nope, no Prince. Okay, all right. Uh, did Howard come back? How about that? Hey, there we there go. He is. Hey, Say, how are you? Hey, you got it. can y'all hear me now? Look yeah, we can hear you. Look at that. How about I
1: had to make sure I got back to the house?
0: Yeah, we're cool. I'm glad you got it. Look, look. Well, you know this guy on the line with us. Yeah, so. nice to see you, Steve. Nice, nice What's, What's going
2: on? What's going on, Savion Man? Look all at right. you. <laughs> How's everything been? Oh man, it, it you know, we, we're we still we're still making things happen out here, man. Congratulations yes, sir, yes, on sir. all your success, man. Mm-hmm. I've been following you from afar, but you know, I'm so happy and so good. proud you. of you, bro. Thank you so much, sir.
0: So so say, we missed, uh me and Steve were talking about how how we met through community police officer, and it was which was in my high school. So that's mm-hmm. how I met Stain. I don't know if I ever told you that, but it was through a community police officer mm-hmm. in my high school. And his mentorship has get pretty much set me in this seat right now to be able to talk to you because I was afraid to speak publicly. If anybody could believe that, I didn't. I, if it wasn't sports or girls, I am no part of it. Like yeah. it was just yeah. one of the other. right he kind of. <laughs> open me up to let me know that hey some other things would be possible so say i'm gonna let you go ahead and finish but you got to tell everybody how you met me again because you were doing choppy so we gotta oh, start from the- that's not
1: right. bad all right okay. so mr brown he was he was uh my mentor the actually the very first mentor that i had uh we met at uh wilberforce university first private hbcu in uh wilberforce ohio uh don't let anybody else tell you otherwise um Mr. Brown actually brought out, like, my, uh, my confidence, you know, that strength in, you know, being who I was. Um, and he was my first, you know, uh, my first peak, my for- first foray into, you know, like, trying to be a man because I-, I never actually had that, uh, you know, that example in front of me. Not a, not a good man, at least. Um, I knew everything that, you know, I was not supposed to do, but Mr. Brown was able to show me, you know, those positive things that, you know, men can add to, you know, other people's lives. Um, and he also showed me like how to how to like just go and get stuff like stuff that I want, so that's something that you know i am always you know trying to you know keep with me um but yeah everything that i've I've learned from you it's, it's always been good information um even if it's kind of like rubbed me the wrong way, man, so I appreciate you and you know hope hopefully I can continue to be a sponge
0: well, you have been since day one. If you could, you kind of, when I introduced you to Savon, you kind of, that was like his first year of us really meeting. And (laughs) you knew him, remember him then, and you see him now. Oh, yeah, it's 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 night and day. (laughs) Night and day. I mean, you know, all all of this and, you know,
2: (laughs) Then he's all, you know, all of that. And, okay,
1: you know.
2: okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm going to see if I can find some of those early pictures when he was behind the marketing uh, desk. Uh, no <laughs> sex, <no laughs> like a mean,
0: proud parent. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, before you, before you uh, jumped off and got disconnected, I was sharing that I'm proud of you because um, your confidence in yourself, which is the most important thing ever to me has grown leaps and bounds and Anything that you put your hands on. I've always told you you're going to be successful at anything you do. It's because you had to drive. You was one of the smartest men that I've ever seen at any age that I've ever met. And you just needed some guidance on how to get there. And I'm proud of you and the way that's that good. you're doing things now and where you're going to go. So, that's but, say, I could not have done any of that or said any of that without the man that's on the line today.
1: So, good.
0: I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that. We are going to talk about mentorship and menteeship. And seeing, since you're the senior on the line, you got to go first on how you feel and your thoughts about it. And then we'll, we'll let Saban talk about his perspective on how it goes. And then I'll give a little piece of it.
2: Yeah, I, I, it, it is really um, it's sobering when you look at the after, uh, because while you're in the midst of it and while you're going through it and while you're actually dealing with your mentee, uh, it's frustrating. It's it's tiring. It's you know, it's, um, but I I am thankful that God has allowed me to live long enough to see the fruits of of my labor. Because you know, when we met years ago, I would have never envisioned you as being, and I will claim it, Doctor Antoine C. Brown. <laughs> um, that was the furthest thing from my mind, and and uh, the. You know, uh, as you mentioned, you know, with me being a police officer, I had a, uh, a great relationship with, with Menace, who was the investigator counselor uh, through school security. And he was a, uh, a great mentor to so many uh, students there as well. And so it really is uh, it really is humbling and sobering after. But while you're going through it, you know, you just hold on to that vision. That you have, and you see, as you shared about uh, Savion, you see that talent, you see that gift that sometimes they don't even see themselves. Um, I can't tell you how many of my mentees have come to me and said, You know, nobody ever told me that they were proud of me. You know, nobody ever spent time, nobody ever cleared their schedule for me. And just doing that made the difference in their life because now they had somebody. Um, to hold them accountable and that they did not want to disappoint. So it was, it was a, you know, kind of a, a, a give get. Uh, I had some mentees that just, you know, didn't get it. Um, um, but I didn't let that stop me from mentoring. I mean, the saying uh, that we, we hear so often um, that it takes a village is, is true. You know, I don't believe it's up to one individual to, you know, to raise anybody, male or female, from birth to death. I think you have to have mentees throughout life, whether it's in business, whether it's in coaching, you know, in athletics, whether it's, you know, just in life uh, to help guide you through their experience.
0: So say when when you hear that and, you know, we still going through it because I'm still going through it, too. So don't think you by yourself. He gets on me. Any chance I get if it don't look right. So, right before this call, yes. Right, right before the call. <laughs> so don't think that I'm just passing it on. But how do you feel about mentorship, about our relationship, about any of that that you want to talk to whenever?
1: I mean, you know, it's, it's much needed. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that, you know, my dad was never there because he was. Like, you know, he just, it, there was a, a vacuum. There was a void left. Uh you know when it came to the dynamic between you know him and my mother and then you know trying to maintain a relationship with the rest of my siblings um i have got uh, six other siblings and we kind of like all wanted so much from him and he just did not have that because i don't believe he really had you know the mentorship you know that you know i would get from either of you fellas. um so i think it was much it was necessary to you know even get a a, a different view because you know, my dad. He grew up in Florida. He uh, moved to to Georgia for a while, but you know, it was still Florida thinking. And to to see how somebody else thinks, and you know, kind of put all that stuff uh, together, um, I don't I don't think I don't think I would be as successful as I am today. And not to say that you know I'm like you know at the end of the line or anything like that, but I do know uh, it could have been much different had I not met you know somebody. Uh, you know that was a forward thinker, somebody that wasn't always reactive, um, and someone who was just like vulnerable, but vulnerable enough to you know share those hard things that you know nobody really wants to talk about, um, in order for for me myself to you know apply it to my own life. Um, but I, I think at, at any age, if, if somebody has not found a mentor, you know you kind of have to. Because we can't be our own mentors and therapists, it's just not possible. Um, it's kind of like cyclical if you, you know, want to start to get into that kind of stuff. Um, you know, thinking you're doing everything right. There's just some stuff you cannot see. Um, so it's important to have somebody like that.
0: You, you're absolutely right. And once again, that's why I, when I talked to uh, Stain and Stain agreed, I immediately called. Savon, so we can all be. So people can see that this it doesn't stop. Like, I, I'm gonna be in Savon's life for the rest of his life, rest of my life. Things I'm gonna be in his life, we are gonna be here. We all connected in some way. And through these times, through all the, the trauma that black people are going through, I thought it would be good to see generations all together. All as black men in different settings in different points in their lives all for people to see this because I think it's powerful. I, I was being sappy at the time and I wanted to show off <laughs> my mentee and my mentor at the same time. And I don't care if anybody else like so I That's actually I have one more mentee that I want to bring in and I don't and I'm gonna bring him in because he, he's doing some special special things. Hey Prince how are you man?
3: What's going on fellas everybody doing today?
0: What's going on man? Hey, hey. Everybody good. So, Prince, tell the people how you know me, and then we're going we gonna to do our thing, because I want to shout you out, because I know you on rest and relaxation, and I want to hold you. Well,
3: well, first, first, I want to say thank you for even giving me the opportunity to be on this platform with you guys, man. I want to say thank you for that first most, and foremost. Uh, Mr. Antoine, man, this guy right here, man, he knew me since Jay High. Um, he used to work at, inside the rec center, inside William Beans over there in Sula Community Center. Um, and since then... Just been locked in with us, man. He sent a couple of guys to college. Um of been livestone Now he's working inside the White House. Good friend of mine uh, by Eugene. He didn't watch me blossom to who I am right now. As far as me making a difference, starting my own nonprofit, as things like that of that nature. So he definitely has been a good mo- module for us inside the community. Prince, man,
0: um, yeah. I, Prince was he thought he could play ball, so. Got check. a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but, but Prince, man, I run you on. Like I said, I know you in Vegas and you, you doing your thing. Thanks first, for
3: time, first, time, friends, first time, first time,
0: first time. Can hold you up, but saying, uh, Prince has an organization called Making a Difference. He calls it Man. He's out on the streets. He giving out food to the homeless. He he got rap groups. Like he is doing everything that you will want to see within his age category that makes us both proud. So I definitely want to shout out my black business owners today. And and Prince, I wanted to spotlight you on the things you want to do. So tell everybody what you're doing, where they can find you at, how they can connect and come out and help. Because, you know, there's people out here who looking to do stuff. And I wanted them to connect with you, the baby
3: okay just thank you again so to reiterate what Tuan said so I do have a nonprofit that I started by the name of MAD M-A-D, which stands for making a difference so whatever that in life will frustrate you what can you do to just make a difference about it so if you, you had a bad day the day before what you want to do today to make a difference about that so if you're frustrated anything to turn that frown into a smile let's try to do that so we go back into the less fortunate neighborhoods and this year alone we done passed out over 10,000 meals to the less fortunate we also went to feed a homeless last weekend to over 75 meals we have gave that and care packages which is full with hygiene products solar paper tissue um underwear hygiene all things that nature down there over, um, right by union station and we did that about two weeks ago um like he said the rock group um so i got some young guys that i mentor i also coach football um so with the dmv night so a couple of guys i've been raising so they was five years old they're actually going into 13 12 13 year old this year and you know one way of us as Brothers, you know, we like to make music, you know, to relieve our, our, our expression and things like that. So it's everything that's been taken away from them as far as the basketball, as far as the sports, whatever things that you can do and them being at home now trying to learn a whole nother routine and just things of that nature, just a way to give us some way of an outlet, out, outlet, right? So and they do things through music without cussing and representing their family to do things like that to show them some. It's another way to avenue. Same thing as you want to be as a rapper, you can take that to making to make a video, to video, so wherever you want to so your vision. And that thing can take you all around the world. You don't just have to be here in the DMV. That can take you wherever you want it to be, right? So just to try to show them another way to do anything that's out here and to make a difference. So that's what I usually do. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, all through the city. <laughs> I'm everywhere, man. So wherever you need me at, I'm, try- I'm trying to be there. So anywhere I can make a difference, that's where I'm at.
0: So Princess Felicia is the best. She already put your information in the chat box. So y'all,
3: see that's, that's to- why that's why I love it. That's
0: why I love it. <laughs> Your information is in the chat box. So if y'all need to follow or want to come out and volunteer, because don't let have, have him out here doing it alone. He definitely is on my team. Whenever I need him, because he called, he'll come through and help me with anything I need. So before you step off, friends, we talking about mentorship because my Savon, who I don't know, you was hearing was my mentee, and uh Mister Stain is my mentor. So okay
3: talk a little bit about uh mentorship before you jump over? Okay. So um as far as what you want to know as far as what what more you want me to la- elaborate on, if I could just make sure I'm saying the right thing.
0: Do you have one or two? Uh is anybody you have any mentees anything you want you want to talk about? It?
3: Yeah, so it's like I say, so the young guys that those I have those are basically my mentees. So I got those. I also got three young ladies as well. So we take them out. We might just like I took them to the um, Kennerworth Aquatic Gardens for the first time couple of weeks ago, just things like that to get them out as well, too. So I just mentor people as I go. And I'm, right. looking get, I'm, I'm looking forward to get. I'm looking forward to having a mentor as well, because that's as men, we don't really have that, right? So we had that hand there, it's a stigma in between it. So it's, it always draws a line. So that's where it comes at now, even with us as, you know, for me, talking to the youth, it's a little bit different than somebody else, because they don't really trying to give them no gaps. You know, everybody's really out here for self instead of really trying. We we all need each other. Like you just say, it takes a village and everything like that. Like people say, well, you can't lead a horse to water. Well, you actually can if you put some salt in the hay, he gonna go drink, right? But you got to make it for him to be just like Claire, if you make it fun for him, they are gonna learn something if you make fun. But if you make it, and you just drilling and drilling in their head, it's not gonna work like that. So I'm all for it. Look, I'm gonna have to write that one down. Yeah, I'm about, some- about to say, about
2: to say <laughs> oh, yeah, for yeah. <laughs> thanks for the knowledge. Thanks for the knowledge. You
3: just missed <laughs> some knowledge. You just
2: got put salt <laughs> in the hay. That's what we doing.
3: Now. You learned that in oh. over at William
2: Beans. Yeah,
3: really like that. Man, I'm, I'm a good listener, man. You know, I want somebody to listen to get stuck inside that brain. So, like I said, mental just learned.
0: Hey, man, but listen, I want to thank you because I know anytime you ask me for something and you ask, you always a, a active listener, like you said. So, thanks for always man in my life, brother. I appreciate you. I love you. You keep. on so And then when we when you get back from your R and R. Let's get up. Let's relax. Let's let's chop it up to see what's next.
3: Yes, sir. Have right, good. You guys be safe out there. I definitely again appreciate you guys, man. And like I say, it's an honor to be on this platform to be with you guys right here, man. You guys keep doing what you're doing out there and continue to make a difference.
2: Well, you keep hey, up the great work, man. And in, man. And I'll definitely be looking you up.
3: Yes, sir. You guys have a blessed. You too. All all right, you too, right.
0: too man. Um. Thing, that's one of, as you see, that's one of my William Beans guys.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, horses, horses
0: and hay. Yeah. Yeah. Horses and <laughs> hay. So I bumped into him a couple, a couple, a uh, couple years ago. And I was like, he was like Twan, cause I hadn't seen him in so many years. And he was like, man, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'm like, man, I'm proud of you. he goes, well, you know, it's because of you. And I was like, what would I do? He's like, you just, you showed me that people are good people for no reason. So my, my fun fact that William Beans is uh I, I coached, I think they were 13, maybe the 13, 14-year-old team. Uh one of the basketball players that played for the Knicks at the time at the time was uh Stefan He had just came out with some brand new shoes at Sports Authority, but the shoes were only $10. So he had his he was a superstar. It was $10, and the colors of the Knicks matched William Beans. So I was like, man, I got $140. I can go buy all 14 dollars on 14 players some brand new shoes to match their uniforms. So we came out we looking sporty. I I, I don't think they know they only cost $10. Just I like, think I'm somebody
2: like, mispriced those things, man. I think they're supposed to
0: be $100. They were, but he, <laughs> they said, were like, at the time, he said they were only going to bring them out at $10. So he brought my $10 and I wouldn't bought them the whole thing. And he was like that's the first time somebody actually gave him something yeah. that wasn't looking for something in return. Yeah. You know, that's not his words, but in a paraphrase. So I, I appreciate it. every time I see them guys at Wimbe, they all, you know, late, late twenties, early thirties now, which I'm like, man, I'm getting old. Like y'all guys are little kids. Like <laughs> Yeah. Welcome, welcome.
2: Come into the club. Come on. Come on. We have room for you.
0: No, right. no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But yeah, and that, that,
2: that. go ahead,
1: go ahead, Tabio. I was asking how Souls doing.
0: So, so we're going to try to get soul. Soul's big time, man. He working in the White House. Yeah, I know. He's always yeah. the world. So he that's who Prince was talking about. He called yeah. him UG, but he was talking about soul. Right. So, so we'll get soul. Soul, if you're watching, we need you out here to tell us all the good things mm-hmm. that you're doing, especially because he's really active yeah. in the political realm, Where he's, he's out at major protests. He's out with these actors and artists, and man, if, if anybody... Oh. Is proud of that dude, I'm proud of him, but I'll let him tell that story later because I can't get through that story without crying. So I might, have to, I might have to pause the video, but I'll let him come on and hopefully I'll reach out to him again. I ain't reached out to him yet because i mean, like, he might be too big time for my little Friday night talks. I um, might have
1: to wait until 45 get out of the office. You, I might, him, you know, I, might, yeah. I
0: don't want him to give up no secrets, so yeah. I know he's going to work yeah. on, on that end, but. I do keep up with him say i do uh, follow him on facebook and instagram so i still Mm -hmm. see him anytime i get to shout him out i will but he's really close with prince and they they kind of they were kind of the two that you knew were going to be okay like you okay y'all gonna be okay we see that so it it, it really
2: it it really uh magnifies you know as, as in the chat i'm looking at a question about the ripple effect it really magnifies that when, you know, even when I'm looking at the screen right now, you know, when I look at you and I look at Savion and then Prince came on and, and it, it, it magnifies the fact that, you know, do not think that anything you do for somebody else is insignificant. You know, there, there are times when, I, you know, mm-hmm. I just gave somebody a ride and they are coming back regurgitating things that I said to them almost verbatim. And I'm sitting there like, man, that's some great advice, man. Who gave you that? And, and they're like, you did. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, wow, that's wisdom right there. Um, but I didn't hold on to it because it was just me, just something I did. But they held on to it because the impact it made that somebody cared enough to share. And that's that. That's what I'm seeing. You know, again, as I look at the screen and as I, you know, heard from Prince and as you talk about Eugene. Uh, that's what I, that's what I hear. And if there's anything that I can share with your listeners is don't don't take for granted any help or any wisdom that you can share with anybody along the way, because it can make a difference, good or bad. I mean, we got we've got people that have failed because somebody, you know, burst their bubble when they were, you know, when they were in school. You hear that about teachers all the time. Well, you know, some people say, well, a teacher made me succeed because they told me I can't. And you have people that said, "Well, I, I failed because a teacher told me I wasn't smart enough to do it." Um, so it does make a difference. It does make a difference. So certainly, thank you for this platform, man. This is awesome.
0: Oh man, no, no problem. Like, I it was. I thought it was needed. Like when we did it, when I I swiped it from my buddy. I tell him I give him credit. So I'm a doctoral student now, so I gotta give him credit. So my, my buddy, I he did it. I was like, man, we that that is that is good. I'm going to use it, and I'm gonna continue talking to all my people, even when I'm in the White House somewhere. We don't yes. still gonna have this. It might be a lot better production, but we're gonna be able to. Yeah. It would we're want to, to be a better production in the White House <laughs> that with my tax
2: dollars. That's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> might be a better
0: production. You know, but we're still gonna be able to have this, have a platform like this to be able to talk yeah. to people and yeah. share stuff. And people get to see me and my perspective on how we how we do thing. And my goal was to make sure that we, like today's topic was, we can see across the lines, like all different ages, all different backgrounds, all black men, but it's just bringing together, being able to talk, being able to get the wisdom and, and being able to pass it down because you said some of them things in, the, in that car with me that I pass on to say, like I I know, I'll be like, man, where did I get that from? I ain't that smart. Oh, that was from Sting. That he that smart, I ain't that smart. But, but it's, it's good, and then hopefully, when Savon is in the right space, he'll be able to pass it on to somebody else, and we just keep the cycle going, and be able to have a, a, a good community with just good black men being grateful of the world. And I, I appreciate you both, I love you both for all that you both do cuz say well, I don't think that you're not passing things on to me cuz I get I get things from you that in a perspective that I wouldn't have thought of and I know I make a lot of jokes and I mess with you but you you so good, taught me, one you taught me patience about certain situations you you taught me uh emotional intelligence about myself I react, right i can't react to and something you <laughs> do a great job with your emotional intelligence when you handling situations. And I honestly learned some of that from you. And I can't, I can't take that from you. So don't think no, that gotta, it's just it's, it's a it's a it's a it goes this way. It's a belt. Two way street. Yes. It's a two-way street. I'm not just saying that I'm giving and I'm not receiving, because you definitely give me.
1: I got a question for both of y'all though. Um in the past, you know, with, even within the last few months, you know, I've been asked to be people's uh, mentors and i personally don't feel like i'm ready you know I, I feel like i got a lot of stuff you know that i need to continue to work out but i know brown in the past you've said you know you know i don't really have everything together have you ever felt like you know you just got to kind of do it anyway and like figure it out as you go or you know, should you genuinely just you know wait wait for a second
0: I'm going a, I'm to a answer the first thing because I want to hear what you guys say. Bro.
2: Yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm about to burst out,
0: oh, right? <laughs> I'm going to give you one thing. When I met Prince, I was 24 years old.
1: I'm 24 now.
0: Okay. I'm 24. When I met Prince, and you see Prince now, yeah. so Just that's my example of you're never too young to spread what you know because you are getting fed some certain things that somebody may need. I didn't, sometimes, like I told you, sometimes I'm repeating what Sting said to me. And then as I'm repeating it, it's like, oh, dang, I'm talking to myself again. But that knowledge needed to be passed down also, and we can go back and forth. So I always feel like you're, you're not too young. You're not too old. You have a knowledge base that needs to be shared. And some things, your story is your story. Some of the things you went through in your life, and how you handle it and you're still walking and talking and not in jail, you that can be shit. So that's that's something that you can always share with anyone. And then you have a conversation. Because when I met you, I've only shared the experiences that I went through, the struggles that I've had, and the outcomes that they came, good or bad. Like, now, you can learn from my mistakes. You can learn from my winnings. You can learn from my accomplishments. Or you don't have to take any of it. But you can't say you didn't know but if you don't tell them then they don't know yeah that's true and and
2: obviously i agree with everything and i will just say you know that you will you tend to never think that you are qualified to impart in somebody else so if you wait for that time when you say okay i got it all you know they may be laying you in the ground or or putting a tube inside of you where it's too late uh, yes. I believe that the experiences that we go through um, and how we get through them, um, it's worth sharing, good or bad um, for others to learn. So no, you're, you're never too young, you're never too, you're never too old. and your mentorship and, and your influence on others will change as you change. So the the impartation that you make at 24 is going to be totally different when you get to be 30 because you have experienced other, uh, activities and, and situations in your life. The fact that somebody felt the desire to reach out to you already speaks volumes, because folks aren't going to reach out to somebody that ain't going nowhere, you know, because they can stay, you know, they can stay stagnant and and you know, in neutral by themselves. So the fact that they reached out to you, it, that's that says that that you're ready. So I would, you know, I would definitely say. And, and, and it's not about, you know, I don't want to make mistakes and I don't want to, you know, just just be who God made you to be. You know, those mistakes, as, as you know, some of the, uh, uh, the, the other um, speakers, uh, uh, I think Les Brown called it, those mistakes he calls education. You know, those yeah, are educational experiences. Yes, yes, because a lot of times <laughs> they cost him money. So, you know, don't discount them, you know, learn from them and just don't make them again. Because that's when you start talking about insanity, when you, you know, do the same thing sure. and, you know, expect different results. So, yes, yes, absolutely. It, it is the right time. The time is the time is now. Uh, I will share that, you know, the, the, the short assignment that you uh, you had with me, that even though you, you you probably didn't view it as impactful. There are a number of folks that came to me years after you left asking, you know, how is that young man that was here? you know, behind your table. How's that, Mark? you know, how's he doing? So as I shared your story, you know, connecting through Antoine and of course, following you on Facebook, you know, that you were in school, that you were a senior, that you were in photography, that you were graduating, you know, they, you know, there you've got an entourage that you didn't even know about, you know, followers, you know, and all they did was, was interact with you years ago uh, on a, uh, on a Thursday night. So, you know, the, the way you are, the way God made you and what you do with that um, says a lot about the influence and impact you can have on not only the, the next generation, but the future generation. As Antoine shared, you know, he's learned from you just like, you know, you've learned from him. I've learned from Antoine and I've learned from you when we've had our conversations, you know, because things don't work the same way now that they did when I was coming up. And if I am arrogant enough not to make adjustments, then I will no longer be effective in my communication. So I'm still learning at my old age self. Thank you, Antoine.
0: Older. Older. Older so age. With with that, I'm I'm a, I'm a in the show. I feel like we have pretty much talked before I go. Hold on. Say Ma, you wanna say anything else before I leave? Because I feel like I you just got some uh some some mental wisdom. I'm parted on you tonight just make sure you, you don't have anything else you okay before we close well first uh it, it
1: that was the best summer of my life i've still been trying to you know get that feel uh, in terms of my knowledge um because i i went to go stay with uh, mrs brown that that summer and uh you like since then I've, I've learned how to you know genuinely look at myself in the mirror and uh look objectively like you know it doesn't matter like what I I genuinely um am wanting it's about what's right you know sometimes that may align with what I want um or you know it may not but you know trying to make sure that you know everything is good um everything is good intent uh you know based um and also uh, you did teach me how to Oh man, you do you remember that guy who uh, we sat and, and spoke to for about a good two to three hours, and you told me like you know never let anybody take too much of your time like that ever again. <laughs> I, that yes. is all, that is always stuck with me, like always,
2: always. Um, and in the business community, kind of, we call them time vampires. They yeah, come you into your life, and you suck <laughs> up every moment that oh, you have. Oh man,
1: pay. and that thing was exhausting too. So I, I've <laughs> learned how to just uh, you know kind of. Uh, nicely say, you know, I, I appreciate everything you're saying, but you know, I got some other things that I want to go ahead and take care of, um, and I'm learning how to do that uh, with a little bit more grace now, especially with the work I'm doing uh, in bankruptcy. Um, so it, it's it's very uh, it don't I don't want you to feel like uh, nothing, the, nothing that you or I spoke about that summer was, uh, you know, not impactful because it, it very much was.
0: I wouldn't have sent you there if I didn't think you was going to get something out of that.
1: Absolutely. Carrollton Enterprises, always. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> always.
0: What's going on? But, okay, well, with that, man, I like I said, guys, I love you both, man. You guys you, have sir. both been part of some things in my life, and I, I move forward with you two in spirit. And every time I talk to Avery, because Avery's the next man up. When I talked to Ski, yeah. Ski was on last week's thing. I don't know if yeah, so. Sure. No, I missed that one. Yeah, man, if you would, he I probably would about have cried it. on that
2: one. So maybe it was good <laughs> that I didn't
0: miss it. <laughs> he was talking about his business, and he, you know, if you'd asked him three years ago to speak up on his business like he did last week, it it made a father proud. So wow. I'm wow. I'm excited about you know where it's going. I know we're in these trying times. But anytime I talk to Savon, anytime I talk to Skeet, and I, you know, listen to you, Stane, I realize like we still have a, a, a base where we can grow from and make this thing right, turn yes. this thing, right and make yes. it
2: so. Well, congratulations I, to you both, man. I'm very proud of, of both of the successes, the continuous success that you all are doing, and and I love you guys. And again, thank you, Antoine, for all that you're doing uh, in the community and you know with your network.
0: And I am honored and pleased uh, to be here. So thank you. No problem, man. Well, hey, guys, that's it for me. Don't forget to go out and vote. Uh, Get your mail-in ballots. October the 20th is the Maryland push. So make sure you get your mail-in ballots. It's a two-step process. So you got to get it. You got to fill out for it. It's going to come to you. Sign it. Some of the things that we heard on my last meeting with the Democratic Central Committee was that please sign it in black ink. All right? If you have a senior that's that needs some help, somebody reach out to me, let me know because I think they're doing some things where you can kind of be a proxy for them as a whole form. I got to get a little more information for it, but if you have some seniors that may need some help and you need me to contact them to how they need to do their ballot, but the push is right now mail-in ballots. Make sure you get your mail-in ballot. We are less than 60 days to the election. The uh, first debate I think is September the 8th presidential debate, debate on 9th. Ooh, I, might, I might be pushing Felicia and her skills in a bind to see that one. But I think the first presidential debate is coming up and then shortly after that the vice president debate is coming up right after that. So make sure y'all guys check that out. I am excited I guess about what we're looking like I, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Like, we we're in this country, as black people, we, we are moving in this uh, space where we're looking for uh, a tear down of the, the foundations, kind of a rebuild, but not all the way a tear down. So it's in this weird space. And I just want to be one of the people that helps with small things and bring in my mentor and my mentees on, that was one small thing that I could help. If you don't have a mentor, please go get yourself a mentor. And the first presidential debate is September the 29th. Thank you, Felicia. So if you don't have a mentor, get you a mentor. And I think Sting said it earlier, it don't really matter where uh, in, in business you should have somebody that you're consulting with in school life, if you're in school, and your workspace, if you got somebody you talk to so you can strive to get to new heights, it just helps uh, with the betterment of you as a person. So, like always, guys, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for joining me on my Friday night talk. I look forward to it next week. Still trying to get my lawyer friend on, so we'll I'm calling you out. I need you on so we can talk about our rights as protesters and things like that. Uh, So if you want to join me, please, you know I do this every Friday night. Shoot me a quick Facebook message. If you got my number, shoot me a text that you want to be on. Let's work something out. Send me some topic ideas. If we got topics, let's let's do that. I need some more topic ideas, some of the things we can talk about. This was a good one tonight. I appreciate y'all. See y'all next week.